Today on the Marketing Musician Podcast, we're going to talk about a tool that will boost your email subscribers and boost your music sales and boost taking your visitors anywhere you want them to go. And we've got another snippet of get your band out of the basement and keep them out of the asylum. All right, hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jammin' Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. That is available right over there at our website, marketingmusician.com. And um, we'll actually be hearing a snippet of that. If you're new to the show, this is where we talk about getting more fans, more gigs, more music sales. Our website is marketingmusician.com. You can email me, dave at marketingmusician.com. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228, or leave a comment out at our website, which is marketingmusician.com. And today, everything I talk about, because it is a little visual, you can see at marketingmusician.com forward slash 44. And what I want to talk about is a program. I actually bought this. You can actually see this. It's called Lead Player. And what it is, is... There are different ways that you can have players. You can have Amazon S3, all sorts of different ways. But what if you want to use YouTube? And that's great. One of the biggest worries about YouTube, of course, is at the end of it, it directs people to YouTube. And it kind of, you know, you send people over to watch you playing this great concert and they end up watching Family Guy or cat videos, right? So here's the beautiful thing of Lead Player. You basically, it's a WordPress plugin. It's a one-time fee, and you basically go in and you copy the link from your YouTube video and you put it into to Lead Player. From there, you can actually, at the beginning or the end, or if you want, if you wanted to, like at the minute 37 second mark, have it pop up and say, click here to buy our new CD or click here to subscribe to our email. And you can, this is what's cool. If you want to be kind of the, like you must subscribe to see this video, you can do that. You can also then say, uh, you can skip this. If you'd like to subscribe for more information, click here to subscribe. If not, eh, no big deal. You can do the exact same thing with a call to action. You know, click here to, you know, buy our new album or, or whatever, buy a t-shirt. You can have that at the beginning or the end or anywhere in the video. And so you could set that up and say, all right, here at this point, boom, call to action. Super duper easy. Here's another cool feature of it. You can have default settings for your player. So let's say you have it set up to say, uh, the default setting is, is click here to buy our latest CD in iTunes, right? But you have a big gig coming up. And and so you want to tell everybody, 
click here to get directions to our gig this Friday. Well, if you have set up a bunch of videos with the click here to buy our CD in, in iTunes um, as the default, in other words, you just set up a video that said, look at the end of it, put the call to action to be the default. The default is go to iTunes. Now you want to promote this big gig coming up. You go into your default options that say click here to get directions. Anybody that is watching videos on your website that day, at the end of the video or the beginning, wherever you have it set up, will be notified that, hey, you got a big gig this Friday, click here for directions. Then Friday comes around, you go to the gig. Saturday, you roll in, change the default back to whatever it was, and it updates across your entire website. So if you have 10 videos from YouTube, it's right there. Now, these all, all these settings I'm talking about are when you watch the YouTube video on your site. You can actually take some of the YouTube branding a little bit off your page. Now, it's not going to stop people from clicking through and going to YouTube, but it does reduce it a bit because it removes some of that branding. Some of that call to action about going to YouTube is there. Now, the beautiful thing is it's a one-time fee. It is a $107. Now, that is a one-time fee. And you figure if you get everybody to chip in on this, right? Uh, If you want it without the lead player branding on it, they need another $40. And you can also use that on as many domain names as you want. So, and this does work with WordPress and without WordPress, I believe. So that's the very cool thing. And it is uh, 147 in that aspect. Let me check one thing real quick. All right, I think it actually only does work with WordPress. But again, if you're listening to the show, that is the way, that is my tool that I use for building websites. So check that out. If you go out to the website, you'll actually see a video I made and you'll see some of these call to actions and things like that in the video. So if you want to see it live again, just go out to marketingmusician.com forward slash 44. School of Podcasting. We're going to start off with some quick podcast success stories. Again, podcasting is opening doors to people. You're connecting with your audience, so you're getting to know them a little better. Subscribe now at schoolofpodcasting.com. All right, want to uh, mention that uh, we did have a bit of a problem out at the website. If you're a member of the Marketing Musician uh, Build Your Band's website, class, the videos just went kablooey, which is one of the reasons why I bought Lead Player. Um, I looked into it at least, and that's what led me to that. I am in the process of reloading the videos, so if you're on the website, uh, those should be back by the time you hear this. So, But I just want to let you know, first of all, I want to apologize for that, but also wanted to let you know, we're, I'm going to try something new here. I'm contemplating doing a four-week class where I basically lead you through live building your band's website. So if you don't have a website and you're thinking of doing this and you would like me to lead you through it, instead of paying me one-on-one fees, I'm going to do what's called shared consulting where we all basically get together on a webinar and I will walk you through this live. And uh, if you're interested in this, go over to marketingmusician.com forward slash live class. I'm looking to see if anybody's interested in this. I am working on some of the materials already, but it's something I'm thinking of doing, kind of live webinars, shared consulting. Everybody builds their website at once. So if you don't have a website yet, uh, email me and let me know. And uh, there's some things we can do with that. 
and also sign up at marketingmusician.com forward slash live class and uh, you'll be the first to know when this class launches. Next up, we are going to hear two little snippets from my book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. That is, again, available out at marketingmusician.com. And this is uh, segment five, and uh, it's called So You Want to Be in a Band. And it's only a a small one, so we're going to play another one as well called Getting on the Same Page. So you want to be in a band. Realize that a band is hard work. It relies on flawless communication between its members. Think of your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your parents. Think of all the communication problems you may or may not have. Now multiply that by the number of people in your band. It takes dedication, hard work, trust, and lots and lots of patience and practice. Typically, it's going to take you about four to six months to get out of the basement. This depends on your level of commitment and the amount of time you had to dedicate to your group. If you are truly determined, you could get out in a month. This audiobook will point out ways to create an effective operating procedure to reduce the amount of time it takes to get out of the basement and get you in front of a crowd. Getting on the same page musically. One of the biggest things that can split a band is arguing over the music. Let's face it. You're going to be playing some of these songs for years. If you hate most of your song list, it will cause a resentment in the group. If you can define the target music before you start selecting songs to learn, it can make the process a little more democratic and avoid hurting anyone's feelings. A band should have a defined type of music for two reasons. First of all, you have to market your band, and most bar owners do not want a band that plays a little bit of everything. They have a crowd that either wants to dance, boogie, swing, or two-step. Second, by having clearly defined criteria that can be used to evaluate songs, you avoid resentment that can build when members reject other members' suggestions. If a member suggests a song and it meets the criteria, it should be considered. In the end, it should be the audience that determines if a song is played or not. Now, during this audiobook, we have some sections that I'm going to call Sad But True. So, Sad But True. Back in the 80s, the band I was in, we loved metal. Van Halen, Judas Priest, Ozzy Osbourne, right? However... We wanted to have females at the show, so we learned some of the babies, Journey, Ario Speedwagon. It didn't work. We played Any Way You Want It by Journey, and then we'd bust into Paranoid by Black Sabbath. The girls would run, screaming. I'm not making this up. Once they left a dry tent to walk through the rain. Now, the only band that can get away with playing a little bit of everything is a wedding band. In fact, a wedding band needs to be able to polka and then mosh at a moment's notice. You should select the type of songs you will play up front. When you're done defining what type of songs you're going to play, define what you are not going to play. 
When I was in a country band, we decided we wanted to play top 40 country. If it wasn't a top 40 hit, it had to have been a past top 10 single. We also decided that while Trouble by Travis Tritt could have easily been a Leonard Skinner song, we're not going to be doing any Leonard Skinner. We figured if we did Leonard Skinner, then we could slide into the Almond Brothers, which would then slide into the Doors, and the next thing you know, you've lost your identity because you're playing the Doors and you're a country band. See, I love the song I Know a Little by Leonard Skinner. It would have fit in nicely with some of the country songs we were doing. But I knew up front, we weren't going to be playing Leonard Skinner. Sad but true. I was once in a band that skipped this step of defining what we were going to play. We discussed what we wanted to play, but failed to pick what we wouldn't play. We ended up with a song list that included Crowded House, Elton John, Billy Joel... But then we added the Foo Fighters, Grand Funk, and Pink Floyd. We never made it out of the basement. Now, other questions you may want to consider when you're picking songs. Does it have to be a song that was on the radio? How old can it be? Are we doing anything with a different singer, such as a male or female? Such as, like, would you want a girl singing a Van Halen song? Are we going to take any songs and create our own arrangements? Now, here's something to consider. If you are playing in a band that mainly performs covers, you know, your band plays songs of other popular musicians, keep in mind, I'm sorry, you do not have the best taste in music. Again, I'm sorry to say, but it's true. Now, consequently... Many bands do a whole set of these are our favorite songs that nobody has ever heard of, nobody is dancing to, and nobody is going to come back to hear again. Now, obviously, you're going to be playing some of your favorite songs, but you do need to play what people want to hear. What you want to avoid is playing six songs in a row that nobody has ever heard of and nobody can dance to, but they're your favorite songs. Now, this is important. And I'm going to be mentioning this again later, but now, while there's nothing to fight over, decide what will get a band member fired. Do not skip this step. It could be missing practice or performance issues, substance abuse. By defining this now, in the event you do have to ask someone to leave, it shouldn't be a surprise. You should let the crowd decide. You may find that songs that fit in nicely with your style that really nobody's ever heard of. I'm not saying never play an unheard of song. I'm just saying again, don't do five of these in a row. Try one or two a night. See what happens. We would try a song three different times in three different clubs. If it didn't fly by then, it was retired. There will be songs that you just know are going to kill and they flop. Then there are songs you think that these are going to stink, they're going to tank, nobody's going to like this, and people just get up and dance every time you play them. You have to let the crowd decide. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Marketing Musician Podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I realize you're busy. And I deeply appreciate it. Everything that we talked about today, you can find out at marketingmusician.com forward slash 
44. And while you're out there, why not sign up for the class, Building Your Band's website? And why not, if you want to hear the rest of the book right now, go out and get the book, get your band out of the basement, and keep them out of the asylum. That's all out there at the website, marketingmusician.com. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, I would love to have you. We still have the open mic night. So if you'd like to host an episode of this, send in your your, uh, audio. You can email me, dave at marketingmusician.com. You can uh, call in your comments, although I wouldn't want a called-in comment for the actual show, but they're good for questions, comments, tips and tricks, things like that. It's 888-563-3228. We do have the little microphone button on the website if you go out, if you're on an iPad or an iPhone, or if you have a microphone plugged into your uh, computer, we can communicate that way. You can also just leave a comment out in our blog. And again, today's episode was at marketingmusician.com forward slash 44. Let me remind you that for those who have money, well, there's therapy, but for the rest of us, there is music. Stay cool, everybody. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. God bless.